Thank you for being here and welcome back to the Flying Kitchen Express, the cooking podcast for people who need to make dinner but don't necessarily want to. My name is Shannon Vavich. I am your hostess at this little bitty cooking podcast. I hope you're doing well. Uh, This is episode two of the Flying Kitchen Express and I have another dinner idea for you today. Today I'm going to talk to you about my great, great nacho recipe, okay? I've entitled this recipe Easy Ground Beef Nachos with a taco salad option. Okay, just a quick backstory and then we'll get to business. So actually it was this uh, recipe that gave me the idea to make this podcast years and years ago. Now, if you listened to the episode last week, you heard me say, okay, pretend like we're in the store and pretend like you just saw me or if you're military in the commissary and I'm carrying around a basket with some groceries in it. And you're like, Shannon, what are you doing? I thought you had a ton of kids. Why are you shopping with just a basket? And I'd say, I'm just here getting uh, ingredients for dinner because I just had no plan today. And so um, this ground beef nacho recipe, this actually happened (laughs) years ago, years ago. And I had uh, run into the store, the commissary, to just pick up ingredients for these nachos. And somebody did see me there and somebody did say, what is going on? I thought you had a ton of kids. Why are you shopping with just a basket? And I said, well, uh, I just came in to get dinner stuff because I had no plan. And, um, you know, we were just coming off of a PCS. Uh, PCS is an acronym for Permanent Change of Duty Station. And um, that that's basically moving. We, we were just moving. You know, I hadn't been putting together a dinner plan or anything like that. And so, um, you know, last week I talked about how Sometimes I I just shop day to day. Sometimes I plan one day at a time. And, you know, that's life. And in military life, I I honestly don't even remember how many times we've moved. Um, And and, and it's not just moving. It's any time your life is in upheaval. Sometimes you just don't have a plan. And that's okay. And sometimes you just never become a planner. And that's okay, too. So I just want you to know that if if you're not a planner and you're kind of a day-by-day person, you know what? That works. And, you know, feeding humans every single day is really hard. (laughs) Okay, now, and historically speaking, people didn't have as many options as we have. I I mean, if you're going to think about, think, you know, if you come from peasant folk like I do, they really had maybe two options for dinner and it all depended on the seasons. So if you're finding yourself overwhelmed with all these options and what do I do and how do I do this? You're not alone. That's a lot of brain space to dedicate and to be consistent about feeding other people. So, you know, just, just a a, a little bit of, of, uh, you know, theorizing here about why this is so hard and just so you know, you're not alone because it is, it's hard. Um, and so in, uh, if you go to my website, theflyingkitchen.com, you're going to find this recipe that I'm going to tell you 
about today. And you're also going to find a lot of other recipes. And because I'm a food writer and because I've worked in the food industry for almost 24 years, I, you know, I'm into all the different aspects of food, the craft creation of food, the study of food, you know, anthropological roots of certain foods. And then I live in Europe. So I'm talking to you from Germany today. And so um, because I'm here, I'm studying the food of Europe, which is why I named my blog The Flying Kitchen back when I started it in 2010, because I thought I'll just move all around, you know, because my husband needed me to move with for his military career. And I thought, well, I'll just study food wherever I go. It's a long story. It wasn't that easy. And I'm still trying to, you know, get it right as always. I'm always trying. But so just a bit of uh, maybe a side note that might be interesting to you is that I am a food professional, but in the midst of all my research and in the midst of, you know, doing food crafts like cake decorating and things I really love to do, my family has still always needed dinner. <laughs> and they couldn't necessarily just eat cake for dinner. And um, although they would eat cake for snacks, that's for sure. But um, and so these are recipes that I've developed over the years in between. And what's that? I'm not even I hate it when people say this, but in betwixt in between, I couldn't help it. It just worked here. But in between my real quote work uh, of research, of development, of education and then of just, you know, making my videos and cake decorating and, and, um, and things like that. And so, um, my family still needed to eat. And so these are the basic easy recipes that I have always gone to when I was just in the middle of other things. Right. And so, um, I have more stories and I'll tell you more stories later, but let's just talk about these, uh, nachos. Okay. So thanks for, uh, you know, gosh, it's been six minutes and I haven't even gotten to the recipe yet. And I'll tell you what, I do feel bad about that because I know you're busy. Okay, so let's just move on. Now, the thing about these uh, nachos that are so great is that everyone loves them. I mean, I love them. Mexican food is truly like, that's what's in my soul because I was born in California. So, um, but and I, these aren't Mexican nachos. These are you know, modified, uh, you know, American nachos. I, I do apologize if they're not authentically, you know, accurate, but I, and that's the thing about these recipes. They're not going to be historically accurate and authentically accurate. These are just what I cook when I don't have any time. My family loves them and I think you'll love them too. Anyway, I digress. The thing about these nachos that are great is that they're really easy, they're really fast, and everyone really loves them. And you can put as many vegetables on your plate of nachos as you want. Or if you want a vegetable-heavy meal for yourself or one of your kids does or your spouse does, uh, just invert it, okay? So instead of a giant plate of nachos, what if you have a giant plate of lettuce and then you put on some tomatoes and then you put on your ground beef and then you put on your cheese and then you put on some salsa and avocado maybe some diced red onion and then you just take a few nachos crumble them up put them on top of that like a crouton okay i'm just saying it's kind of a choose your own adventure 
into nacho and taco salad land. So that's what works for me. And I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, I always go for the salad option. No, 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 no. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And nachos are fabulous, so why would I not want nachos? That doesn't make any sense. But sometimes I really do like a nice, crispy, refreshing, lush taco salad. Okay, and then that's what I choose. Or you can have a big old plate of nachos and dump a ton of lettuce on top of that. And that's really good too. You kind of get the best of both worlds. And then for my kids who are a little more picky, they just stick with the bare bones. You know, they don't even want avocado. Anyway, it works for everybody. Okay, another thing about this recipe that really is convenient is that I've written it as a ratio, okay? So you scale up and you scale down. So we are going to talk today about if you are making your nachos out of one pound of ground beef. Okay, I'm just gonna, you know, per one pound of ground beef, these are the, these are the measurements of the seasonings you need. Now for my family, which my husband and I have seven kids and five are still at home. I make, uh, I, I make three pounds of ground beef um, for the nachos and I use two big bags of tortilla chips, okay? And so, um, but if, if you have, you know, a family of four, I would just go with one pound of ground beef or, you know, it's your, it's your choice. You know how much your family eats. I know, I know you know that. Okay, so let's talk about the ingredients of the recipe um, beyond the beef the the cheese and the tortilla chips okay i have a seasoning blend that i use for the ground beef that does not come from a packet and you know if you have been wanting to get away from packaged prepackaged uh preservative laden uh recipe flavorings then this is definitely a great place to start you will see that you don't need to buy a packet of taco seasoning i am personally extremely uh, sensitive to preservatives. And I mean, talk about like stomach ache for hours and hours if I have preservatives. So I've written all the recipes for my family and myself without preservatives. That's actually one of the reasons I became a recipe writer. <laughs> so it all works out, doesn't it? Okay. Um, and so let's just, let's go back to our format where you see me in the store you say, Shannon, what is in your basket today? And because uh, we just saw each other last week, remember, for that chicken pesto pasta? And I say, aha, well, I got a new recipe for you today. Okay, I've got ground beef in my basket. I've got some olive oil, salt and pepper, onion powder, garlic powder, and chili powder. Those are to season my ground beef. And then <clears throat> I got a bag of shredded cheddar cheese. <clears throat> Um, <clears throat> but also, uh, another kind of cheese that works is the Mexican blend. And a third type of cheese that works is the Colby Jack. I prefer the cheddar cheese because I like that nice, sharp flavor with the beef. But just so you know, you know, you can mix it up a little bit. Okay. I've got a couple bags of tortilla chips in my, in my basket. I also have some sour cream some salsa. I like to use the Pace Medium Picante Sauce. That works great for my family. I've got a couple of ripe avocados. I've got a head of iceberg lettuce. 
And um, some other toppings, let's say if I really want to go for a salad tonight, I would get a couple tomatoes, a red onion, some black olives, that would be nice. Or, you know, whatever you like on your tacos, go ahead and pick that up, put it in your basket, go on through the checkout and drive yourself home. Now, while you're driving home, I want you to remember what a great job you're doing today. These are our positive affirmations. And I want you to um, remember that that transition from your car to your house can sometimes be very overwhelming. So when you walk into your house, I want you to be sure and speak kindly to yourself, okay? We judge each, judge ourselves so much on that first impression of our own house. Like, my house doesn't smell that good at all today. <laughs> what, the, what the hell is happening in my house? Or um, why is this such a mess? Or, I mean, there's so many shoes by the entryway. I've got to figure this out. What if somebody walked into my house, you know, and, and, and saw it like this? What would they think of me? Look, I just want you to know that what you're feeling is totally normal. And, and you know what? Anyone who's going to judge you on the first you know, entrance into your house after you've had a long day, I just don't think needs to be, uh, you know, a close friend of yours. That's just my personal advice to you. But especially, you know, you don't judge yourself. Please don't. Okay. Cause you need to be your own friend. All right. Now let's cook. Okay. So you get home. I want you to put everything on the counter. I want you to set your oven to 400 degrees. Get a baking sheet out of your uh, cabinet or wherever you keep them. Um, you can use a baking sheet or you can use even a roasting pan. I've done that before too. In fact, the photo for this recipe is the recipe in a roasting pan. It's like an Ikea roasting pan. If you want to line the baking sheet with parchment paper or aluminum foil, now's the time to do it, okay? And so um, we are going to just get that ground beef into the, the, a, a pan. We're going to get a pan. We're going to put it on the stovetop on your favorite burner. Don't forget that. Set the heat to medium high, okay? Per one pound of ground beef, okay? We're going to talk about one pound. Then you can scale up if you want. I mean, you could, no kidding, do 10 pounds of ground beef if you had a pan big enough. Okay, so that's the great thing about these recipes that scale up or down. Okay, so per one pound of ground beef, you are going to need one tablespoon of olive oil, one teaspoon of salt, a half a teaspoon of pepper, one teaspoon of onion powder, one teaspoon of garlic powder, and one teaspoon of chili powder. Do you see how easy that is? That's our golden, wonderful ratio, okay? And so if you are, let's say you're measuring out all the ingredients for three pounds of ground beef, just adjust the ratio. Well, the ratio stays the same, but adjust the measurements accordingly. Most of the time, I will go ahead and mix all of these seasonings in just a little bowl. And especially when I had little kids around that were, you know, in the kitchen and of course now, even if they're, you know, preteens, they're like, you know, mama, 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 they still, still call me mama. And they're like, and I need you to sign this permission slip and I need you to do that. And guess what happened at school today? And this kid's bothering me again and all this stuff. So what I do, um, when I know that I am distracted, uh, is I go ahead and measure out everything in a small bowl and I really concentrate. <laughs> so I count out loud. One, two, three. 
all my kids learned how to count because they heard me counting stuff because um, I was so distracted all the time. So count out your measurements for your ground beef and um, go ahead and get the ground beef browning in that little bit of olive oil. So that's one tablespoon of olive oil per one pound of ground beef. And um, you know how to brown ground beef. Um, use your favorite spatula, break it up, let it sizzle, put those seasonings on the ground beef, keep stirring until it's completely cooked through. Okay. Then take it off the burner. Um, go ahead and put your, um, tortilla chips into the pan. And of course your kids are going to come in. They're going to grab some and eat some and that's okay. I just say, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Cause I always have just a little more tortilla chips than I need. And so, um, pour the, uh, ground beef mixture or distribute it, you know, evenly over the tortilla chips and then top it with cheese okay uh, a shredded cheese i'm pretty sure it's about two cups of shredded cheese for one pound of ground beef but you know cheese is extremely personal you put as much cheese on there as you feel you should <laughs> okay okay now put that whole thing in the oven at 400 degrees and all we're doing here is we're just melting the cheese and toasting those tortilla chips. So it's not gonna take any longer than 10 minutes. Just keep an eye on it, okay? When you're done, pull it out of the oven and serve it immediately. And my kids love to come and just take big old, you know, um, serving spoons of it. And sometimes a spatula works well to kind of scrape it up and lift it onto each plate. And you can top it with uh, salsa, you can top it with sour cream, uh, avocado, or a pre-made guacamole. And then you can also top it with you know, shredded iceberg lettuce, um, diced tomatoes, diced red onions, black olives. And like I said, if, if you want to do the taco salad option, what you're gonna need to do is just reserve a little bit of that ground beef, you know, so it doesn't all um, glue to the chips <laughs> with the cheese. Just reserve a little bit of that. Don't put it in the oven with the chips and the and the cheese. And that way you just get yourself a big old bowl, throw a bunch of vegetables in there, throw the, the meat on there, and then dress that up too. And then I like to take uh, some of the, the nachos or some of the tortilla chips, crinkle them up, you know, break them up and use those as kind of like a crouton on top. And that's all there is to it. And that is my easy ground beef nachos with a taco salad option. Uh, also, sometimes if if uh, I know I'm going to need more food, I will just go ahead and kind of set up a little taco bar to the side. And um, but that's another story. That's another podcast. Um, but all I know is that my kids love this recipe. I love it. And I have been making this consistently for probably about nine years. And so I know that if I've been making it that consistently with the busy life and the kids and all the sports and me with all of the, the work I'm doing, then I think you will like it too. So that's all I have for you this week. I really hope you're doing well. Take care and take care of yourself. And remember, be kind to yourself because this is all really hard work. And if you're kind to yourself, you're just going to be kinder to others. That's the way it works, you know? So just so you know, 
I care and I just want you to be kind to yourself because this is really hard and you know life's not easy so you take care I'm sending you hugs from Germany please come back for the next episode and I just want you to know I'm really glad you're here oh also you can get this recipe and you can even print it you can get it on my website theflyingkitchen.com and uh, be sure to follow me on my socials. I post a lot to Facebook because I'm a 90s kid or an 80s kid. I'm Generation X, so I'm still on Facebook. <laughs> although I'm also on Instagram and um, Twitter, although that's a mess. And then also uh, I'm you know, trying to do the TikTok thing, although I'm still not quite sure how I feel about that. Okay, you guys take care. And I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.